Hey everybody, this is Carrie Ann King and I am delighted to be guest hosting today for Authors on the Air and I'm super excited about today's guest. I am in love with Maddie Dawson's books as so many other readers are. You can just look at glowing reviews on Amazon if you're wondering. A uh, little bit about Maddie. She and I were trying to figure out how many books she's actually written and she's busy counting. So she'll tell you when she gets back on. A little bit about Maddie Dawson. Uh, she grew up in the South, was born into what she calls a family of outrageous storytellers, the kind of storytellers, she says, who would sit on the dock by the lake in the evening and claim that everything they said was the absolute truth, like stack of Bibles true. And this is where she learned to tell the kind of stories that she tells. Maddie's stories are always touched with a little bit of magic, this romance, and snap out of it you got to just if you're on the video version you can see the fabulous cover here snap out of it is magical and delightful and will i you'll understand this later hop into your life and change things for you so you're totally going to want to read it but you don't want to listen to me talking so today here on authors on the air i am going to bring on maddie dawson hi maddie hi carrie how are you I am doing well. And you, your book just came out. So I'm hoping that's an exciting time for you. Yes. I have to wear my headwear for this book. Yes, yes. Um, so if you are looking at the video, you will see that <laughs> Maddie has some um, some bunny ears upon her head. And it is not Easter time. And so I think really that would be the very first thing, Maddie, is to ask you, why? Why, why are you <laughs> wearing bunny ears? Well, that is such a good question. It is a good it's question. Cold here. It's cold here in my house and they're very warm. So that's a nice part. You know? Oh, they have a glorious warm headband that covers your ears. Wonderful headband. And a friend of mine gave the, these to me when she found out I was writing this book, which is called Snap Out of It, but I wanted to call it The Heartbreak Bunny. The Heartbreak Bunny, which is such a beautiful title. And okay, so I'm sure that readers who are not familiar with the book Snap Out of It are dying to know bunny ears are not your average, you know, author gift. So what about the book? inspired the giving of the bunny ears well the the main character in the book is named billy slate and she is 60 years old and she's been married three times and she has completely given up on love she just thinks the whole system the whole romance thing is a boondoggle we waste so much of our lives trying to fall in love trying to stay in love trying to get other people to love us that we waste all of our energy doing this, listening to love songs and watching romantic movies. And so she and a friend get drunk one night and they decide that they're going to start this business, which they name Snap Out of It. Right. And well, which one does, which people do as they're yeah. getting drunk with their friends. Let's right. start a business. Let's just start a business. Sure. Right. <laughs> and this business is going to help people get over their bad love affairs. And they get so drunk that they decide that Billy will dress up in a bunny, a stuffed bunny costume and she will, people will hire her and she will hop into their houses and remove all the objects that are keeping them miserable. You know how, you know how you hold on to your ex lover's gym sock, for instance, yes, you know, 
I get, okay, so I know, and I'm going to ask you in just a minute. So okay. let's, we will talk about the list of strange things that you found yeah. that people have held on to. Yeah. Um, right. So, but anyways, let, let's but continue. So, so Billy, costume. Yeah. Yeah. So by light of day, when Billy is no longer drunk and has a hangover, this still seems like a good idea to her. Still seem like a great idea. And she's a person who's, she's very bohemian and she's very, she has that kind of messy, but delightful life. She takes in boarders and she has a house that's just filled with people all the time. You know, the table always has different people sitting at it and different strangers coming in and out. And, and so she's very open to all of these things. And Certainly. so it, I'm, I'm interrupting you again. I'm going to do this a lot I'm afraid, because, okay. So of the people that she has taken in, I think we do need to mention Calvin because Calvin mm -hmm. is one of my favorite characters ever. And I looked at one of your reviews this morning and somebody else agrees with me. Calvin <laughs> is like the best character. So Calvin is what, 90? Calvin is 90 and he, <laughs> he li he's lived with her for 10 years. And, his and how did he come to stay with her? Just really well, quickly. He, he he came to stay with her. She had this little business. She's always inventing little businesses. And one of her businesses was driving people to appointments. And he was a customer that she picked up. And he needed to go to hospice. You know, and he comes out with his little suitcase and gets in the car and he says, I, I need to go to hospice. I'm going to live at hospice now. And so she feels so bad for him. So she puts big band music on that she thinks he might like. And then he says, before we go, could we just drive around and look at like all the places where I got my first home run and the drive-in movie theater where I lost my virginity and all this. He had been a Yale professor and all. So they go to Yale and they do all these things. And then she takes him home with her and they have a cup of tea and then he says at the end of the day you know maybe i'll just wait and not go to hospice just now and so she's okay and he lives with her then for the rest of the of the time for, for because happiness is a great healer <laughs> exactly and they just have a wonderful time and so he's sort of this wise person in the book who knows that i mean he loves billy and she loves him um and he he does fall in love during the course of the book which she yes. does not approve of you know <laughs> no no because billy is a big fan of uh, all the other kinds of love just not romantic love exactly she just thinks that's a big waste of time right well and so because we don't we want people to read the book for themselves we, so we don't want to tell just, them the whole story no, i don't want to tell them the whole story but i do want to mention so there are some other things that happen there there are some men who would like to be involved in a romantic situation with billy um including her ex-husband been possibly Victor and Victor. anyways wait I, I need to stop but I want to ask you because because this is really fun so as Billy goes into people's houses and begins to do, to remove the objects of yeah. you know what they're holding on to that remind them of their lost loves I happen to know you did some research and looked into what are some of the strange things that people do hold on yeah. to. And I have one for you, by the way. I, yeah. I got thinking about that when you were doing this. I had, for a very long time, a box of rocks that that were um, at, we were at summer camp. The very first boy that I ever held hands with was on the bus on the way home from summer camp. And we had been in a, you know, rock identification class during summer camp. And he left his box of rocks on the bus because he got off first. And I had for years Arnie's, Arnie's box of rocks. Wow. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kept them. It's that kind of thing. And the characters in my book, you know, hold on to, of course, you know, the things that you'd think, corsages and stuff like that. But 
while I was researching, and can I just give this book and show it to you? It is called The Museum of Broken Relationships. Okay. And these people, they were from France, Modern Love and 203 Everyday Objects. And so they went and collected stories that people wrote about things that they had discarded, you know, after the, after like they sent these things in and told what the stories were behind each one. And I didn't use any of the things that were in here, but it really made me feel like, oh my goodness, you know, this is a real thing. People hanging on to, to stuff. One of them that was so interesting was a wedding dress that the person cut up and kept in a jar. Isn't that something? It's just really... Yeah, it's actually interesting. So it would have had to have been quite a large jar, I would think. Or Oh, yeah. Well, she cut it all up into small pieces. She probably didn't do the whole thing. <laughs> I was going to say even so. That's even in small pieces. That's a lot of fabric. It's a lot of fabric. I know. It is. That was really fun. And I realized that people really do... For some reason, we hold ourselves in misery. You know, either we are unwilling to let go or we think that, you know this was such a wonderful time in our lives and we'll never get this back. And, and who knows why we do it. So Billy goes into people's houses and she's, so, and they hire her. So they know what she's doing. And then she hears <laughs> right. Mostly. Although there is one case where she was hired by somebody else to come in and right. they pour, pour right. smoke <laughs> in the house. Didn't know she was coming. <laughs> right. And she, I have to take these off because it's, they're making my ears. Okay. I mean, okay. So she she starts doing a little bit of magic when she goes into yes. their houses. Yes, um, the business kind of expands and expands, and pretty soon she's helping people with all different kinds of things, you know. So it becomes this career. And the thing that's tough is that she has this daughter who's the opposite of her, who's a real perfectionist, in fact, isn't Instagram influencer and wants everything perfect and has this perfect life and, you know, posts during the day several times about her perfect marriage and her perfect, you know, living room and all that. So she can't stand it that her mother is living this sloppy kind of life and doing all of these things and just thinks this is a temporary kind of thing. So the conflict is there between the daughter and the mother. And, right, absolutely. Yeah. As there so often is. It's such a fascinating thing, isn't it? How, you know, a, a mother is one way, the daughter tends to go the opposite. Exactly. And then the next child goes back, which is why grandmothers and granddaughters often seem to have that bond, I think. That's right. I've heard that, that, that grandmothers and granddaughters have a good bond because they have a common enemy. <laughs> probably not fair off you know what something else i love about billy and and her life is the the people in her house they cook they have a, a weekly ritual where they work their way through uh which cookbook is it's it the again? joy of cooking the joy of yeah, cooking i want to show you this hold on one okay more. all right okay so i got the 1931 version <gasps> of the joy of oh cooking. my goodness and i look just, at that cover isn't it fantastic I just love it. So this is what wow. they're working their way through. And look at it. It's just unbelievable how they're written, you know. And nothing you would cook. Nothing you would cook. Um, what is this one? Deviled eggs in aspic. What is aspic? What is aspic? I think it's some kind of jelly. I've heard that. 
I've heard aspic, but I have no yeah. idea what it is. Mind you, I'm not a foodie, so maybe these are know. these are unbelievable. So that's their rule, you know. Calvin makes them do this, and they, they, they their, and they have to whatever it is, even if it's nothing you would ever make. Yeah. I see, and I think that would be so fun. I wanted to live in the house. And one of the one of the tenants, because you can't ever be sure it's going to be good. They always have the safety menu, which is baked potatoes. You know, <laughs> aspic right. doesn't appeal. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a very good idea. So it was really kind of fun to just go through those and think of them doing these these crazy dishes. Right. So I do have to ask you this. So how did you get the idea of a woman in a bunny costume? Do you do you know where this came from? Were you very drunk with a friend? Or <laughs> no, I, I it it actually came years and years ago. There was a column, um, the Modern Love column in the New York Times called "Breakup Bear Will See You Now." And it was about a performance artist who was getting some degree. And this was his thesis, I think. And he did this for a couple of weekends where he would go in, you know, he put posters up and people would hire him and he would go in and remove the objects. And he was dressed in a bear costume. Oh, okay. And it was a very cool story written from the point of view of one of his customers who uh-huh. was working him. And she said it actually helped, you know, he took all this stuff away and I put that column away. And one day I came across it and I thought this is a story only it'll be a woman and it'll be a bunny costume and she will and the reason she wears a bunny costume instead of just going in as a natural human being is because she wants it to be performance art she's not a therapist she's not coming in in any kind of you know professional ability so she wants it to be for fun it's whimsical that's the plan that's the plan that's, <laughs> that's the plan, the plan. <laughs> We won't, we won't talk about how all the best laid plans can go awry. So. <laughs> but she goes viral. You know, it goes like international almost. So it's right. really exactly. Crazy. People, we're talking to Maddie Dawson about Snap Out of It. Um, and you have to read it because as you can tell, it's it's a book that we can talk about, but you're not going to understand and, unless <laughs> you abs, you know, unless you read it for yourself. So it has all the things. It has... Um, it does have romance, although Billy would like to, you know, completely shut that out. It's something that does tend to creep into our lives. There's a mother-daughter conflicted relationship. There's a little bit of magic that sneaks in. There's a spell gone awry. I'm not even going to say what that is, but that's an awesome moment. Um, there's there's a lot of wisdom in this book, too. Um, you're going to laugh, and yet at you're also going to learn things and maybe think a little bit about what love is and what life is all about, which is something that Maddie does so well. Um, Maddie, I have to ask you, when I introduced you, I was talking about us trying to figure out how many books you'd written. So how many is it now? I learned the number. (laughs) And the number is? The number is 10. This is my 10th novel and I have three um, nonfiction books, uh, humor books okay. about parenting. Um, and those I wrote um, under Sandy Khan Shelton. I, I have two right. names. I have to be two people in the world. <laughs> Me too. We have that in common. I know. I know. But you were smart and kept the first name the same. I did. And I <laughs> Sandy to Maddie, you know, it was like really crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, and we can find all those books on Amazon, I know. And the the next thing I need to ask you is, so are you working on something now? And is there anything that you can tell us about that? I am. I am working on a book called, this is the working title, and I hope it stays, My Wedding Just Might Break Your Heart. 
Oh, and it, and that sounds sad, but I know you, so I know that it won't it's be. it's it's not it's <laughs> I, it's you know all books kind of it's funny about tr- comedy and tragedy, isn't it? You know, yeah. I saw an interview with Charles Schultz where he said it wouldn't be funny if you know Linus or Charlie Brown just goes and kicks the football. You need Lucy to pull it away. So we do. <laughs> we have to have the little bit of of stuff in there in order to make the good parts look earned, you know? Yeah. So this book has a little bit of sadness, but you know, snap out of it has a little bit of sadness in it too, doesn't it? It has. Every book has to have a little bit of sadness. Every life has to, you know? Well, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it makes it more, it makes it more interesting. And, and I mean, that's what we, that's what we do, right? We, we put life out there as writers and then fix it which is the most wonderful thing. That is wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it that we can fix it? Yes, yeah. I like that. Try to fix it. Oh, I know. One more thing I wanted. You sent me something the other night that was just so fun. So this was the day that Snap Out of It actually came out. And one of uh, our writer friends was watching TV. <laughs> so tell us the Jeopardy story. I mean, how fun was that? This was amazing. So on Jeopardy... On, on the day the book came out, the question was, what is it that in the, in the movie Moonstruck, when Nicolas Cage character tells Cher that he loves her, she screams at him, she throws something at him and then says four words. And what were the four words? And the person knew it and it was snap out of it. <laughs> And, and How I got the action from somebody. I wasn't watching Jeopardy that night, but people kept writing me, Did you see? That's so fun. So so that happened. And we also have a picture of um Betty White wearing bunny ears. So yeah. um, you know, it, this is just not so far off. It's Billy so Slate is charming and delightful. You are all gonna love her. So in the book, snap out of it again <laughs> with Maddie Dawson. You're going to find a lot of fun and, uh, well, a bunny and named a bunny. Billy. And a bunny. Billy the Heartbreak Bunny. I like that title, actually. That's so really good. Yeah, but but Snap Out of It is also good. So um, tell us where people can find you online. Okay. I am at www.maddiedawson.com. And um, I also have a newsletter that I would love it if people would subscribe to. I promise not to clog your inbox. I only write occasionally. And it's always just a fun newsletter about what's going on in life and book recommendations and books and stuff like that and family stories and all. So, right. Um, And you are on Facebook also. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. For the, for the time being and Instagram <laughs> and Instagram, mostly right. on Instagram. And it's Maddie Dawson on, but on Instagram, you are Maddie Dawes. I yeah. Believe, right? yes. And then yeah. Maddie Dawson um, got to him first. So. Right. And Maddie is spelled M-A-D-D-I-E exactly. in case you're wondering. And Maddie, you're also playing with TikTok. You told me you're beginning maybe to explore. I'm exploring TikTok. I did one TikTok video and yes. I should do more. Yeah, well, and and should is never a good word. So it might be fun to do more. Exactly. But I do have a book to read. <laughs> or rank. not. My new book is due in June. I mean, in July. Uh-huh. I'm pretending it's June, but it really is due in July. So I have some work to be doing. 
<laughs> yes, some writing to be doing. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking some time thank to talk to us. Thank you for having me. So fun to talk to you always. And we will maybe have you back next time. I would love that. So thank you again, everybody, for listening. This is guest host Carrie Ann King on Authors on the Air Global Radio Network with Maddie Dawson. Please tune in for our next awesome guest. And in the meantime, happy reading. Happy reading and happy new year. <laughs> yeah, that too. Happy new year. May it be full of good books. <laughs> <laughs>